0: <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 best best 11 with Stephen Riley. What's
1: the crop like? So, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Winers Shuffle Best 11 with me, Steve Riley. Um, been mentioned on the pod a few times, a leader old-fashioned centre-half. I think I think that's a backhanded compliment. Um, I'm going to call him a Scottish Cup-winning captain. They might not have been on the pitch, but I think a captain leads both on the pitch and off. One and only Gary Warren. How you doing, buddy?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Very good. Good to good, see you.
1: Good, man. No, you're looking well, mate. So, how's how's life now? You've been away, what, two years you've been away now, down to Yovo and Exeter, and I think you were Torquay last Are you still playing, or are you in between?
0: Yeah, I'm still still trying to hang on in there, um, trying to trying to get as uh, well as long a career as I can. Um, well, the, the, everyone I've spoke to is, is just said, look, guys, you just got to try and play for as long as you can because you, your your career is a short-lived one. Um, so so yeah, I'm trying to play at the moment. Uh, I'm on the verge of, of signing. Um, well, I've agreed to sign for for Torquay. Uh, nothing's been signed and, and sealed yet, but. But on the verge of, of signing there, um, but yeah, it's been it's been good. I've had a good, say, good couple of years. Um, frustrating year last year for myself, but for the team, Exeter done done very well in reaching the the, the playoff final. Should have got promoted, to be honest with you. Um, but but one of those things. Um, but then at Yeovil, um, enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed my year there. went a very successful year in terms of the club, um, but for myself, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, mind so. Six years with ICT. I think 181 appearances. I think you bagged
1: 13 goals. I had you. I had you down as more, but 13 you had. Um, obviously, it's been two years now. Do you miss it? Any any sort of fond memories? Obviously, there's a few a few good highlights that we can talk about later.
0: But you miss yeah, loved this? it. Yeah, loved it. Miss it. Miss it. Uh, miss it. Yeah, great deal to be honest with you. Um, it was. I think probably in terms of football, my uh, my favourite time and my favourite moment in my career um, was obviously signing up there, um, and yeah, I miss it, miss it immensely. Uh, great part of the world, great people, great club, um, and somewhere where I would love to one day, love to return. Um, but it's a yeah, beautiful, beautiful part of the world, um, and uh, yeah, very, very privileged and honoured to, to be up there.
1: You yeah, man, I mean, I, th- I think most of the boys, especially English boys that came around about the time that you signed, I think they seen it as maybe. Come up for a year, two years. Did you see that? Did you see it as a long-term play, or was it just go up, get football, and see what it takes me?
0: Yeah, that's exactly how I saw it. Yeah, for me, it was come out there for a year. Um, start. It was for me. It was my first opportunity in the professional game. So, so for me, it was just to come out there, try and uh, try and give a good good account of myself, um, and then see see kind of what happens after that. Really, but obviously, being up in Inverness, it was. It's miles away, so I didn't it didn't really know where, where and what about the, the much about the club, but much about the city. Um. So yeah, for me, it was just come up there for a year and see how I got on. Did you Did you drive up
1: or did you have the, the privilege of flying up?
0: No, no. Well, I I flew up before I even signed. I flew up, travelled around the place to to meet Terry Butcher. Mm-hmm. Um. He took he took me and uh, and my wife out to be fair for, for a meal, um, yes. down at doors. Uh, which was nice, and then and then I drove up when I signed after that. Uh, <laughs> Some shift. when you you think when you get to like Glasgow or Perth, you think you're nearly there, and then
1: another hundred hundred twenty miles to go after that.
0: Yeah, as soon as you see that sign for Welcome to Scotland, you think, "Ah, oh, <laughs> there, we're there," and then you realise it's another three hours past that. So you know, ah, bloody hell, miles on um, <laughs> yeah. Good man. So we'll we'll go through a bit
1: about your career as We go through your best eleven. So you've you've heard a few other the guys. Um, best 11 and as we said before we recorded you make 99% of the the teams that especially the guys you play with obviously so we'll see who you pissed off we'll see who you kept in the Christmas card list um who's fact fact before we get the goalkeeper what's what's the formation you're going with are you going 4-4-2 or are we doing a bit more something so f-
0: for me this this was this was tough to be honest with you this was really tough because like you said I there's a lot of, lot of players in there that, that can easily just play in this this 11 mm-hmm. um, I've I've gone for a uh, formation which which was kind of the, probably the most reliable and the most successful when I was playing mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I've had to kind of juggle a few players around in different positions just to try and get them in and fit them in because I think they'd have an influence on the team okay. um, but I've gone for a four-two-three-one. Um, nice. and that was a okay. formation we played which was kind of kind of successful and the, the way we wanted to play uh, that's the a,
1: that's, a, that's a sort of formation we played under Yogi wasn't it you know you'd have one up top and then sort of three behind and then obviously you'd have that Christy number 10 or Dorian number 10 before that so no good yeah. formation Gary so let's let's kick on then who's between the sticks
0: right so this this was tough this could have been uh, could have been three three different ones um, Dean Brill He's a good mate of mine, so he's going to be pissed off that he's not in there. Oh, wow. um, and you know as your goalkeeper, so yeah. Okay. I'm, hope, I'm hoping that he'll understand why I've chosen this guy. Um, well, he, he he he's got to understand because he's he's better than him. That's that's the rule. <laughs> so um, him, yeah, Ryan Essam was another one who had a, a good career up there um, and a good good pal of mine as well. Um, you know, good on an eight, isn't it? Good on a night out. Good value for money. Uh, mm-hmm. But this guy I played with when I was at Newport. Um okay. and spent a, only a short time, a loan period with us. Um, is Carl Darlow? He's now in hey, Newcastle. It was in Newcastle,
1: wasn't it? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. He's still,
0: still at Newcastle, isn't he? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's still there. Um, okay. And and Carl, in in terms of first of all his character, what what a lovely lad. Uh, he came mm-hmm. to us from from Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, real down to earth kid. Um, actually I think he comes to us from North Forest and then, yeah. then join Newcastle but real down to earth uh, real humble uh, lovely lad uh, willing to kind of mix in with the, with the rest of the group even though he's on a short term loan mm-hmm. um, another one who loved loved the beer which is always a, a, good, a good sign um, I've got to say,
1: see players that come in on loan guys I mean you've I, been I talking on loan a little bit but through your career you've always, obviously been at clubs as a, a, a signing but is it hard for not just the player coming in alone, but for the boys to take to him because I think you've a lot, a lot of times, especially young boys in England, it's a thirty-day loan or a, a two-month loan, three-month loan. So you've got to make an impact right away. And mm. how do you boys see it?
0: Rather than the player, how does the currently seems seems to see that? I think it depends on the character of the player. If the player comes in and he's he's willing to, to mix in with the group, um, then there's there's no no problems really. It's it's usually straightforward, and that all all the lads will will take to him, especially if you've got a good group already. Um, yeah. That's a big thing. If you've got a good group, then they, they'll always accept players coming in, whether they're in for a short term or a, or a long term. Um, yeah. But but Carl's character was was one that fitted in kind of straight away, um, and and it I think it helps it helps when you come in and you and you are a good player because your mm. first couple of training sessions. I remember Carl coming in and we the first thing we do, did was a few shooting drills, mm. and this this lad was, was saving things it that you, you didn't think should have been and could have been saved um, and he was to be fair was was unbelievable young but flew around the goal um, can kick well can play out from the back like handling, crossing. Yeah, yeah he had everything really good.
1: probably second best level foot guys we were probably Dean Brill and piss off because Tansy picked Fraser Forster <laughs> and that, it was a young Fraser Forster so yeah good, good goalkeeper to go with so let's kick on with your um, let's go your right back now
0: okay so we're right back but um, had, had a long think of this one um, but, but I'm putting him in because another uh, character um, someone who who play developed a well, we we actually developed a, a real good kind of understanding and and to get us on the right hand side of the fence and that's David Raven yeah. um, in terms of the way the way we kind of played for me as a center half you need to have someone you can trust alongside you um someone who can who knows how to play the game um can cover at a back stick and look after you when you make a mistake um and and has got that Rabs obviously he's great value on a night out as well another one loves a beer but also (laughs) can bring a lot to the party as well he's a guitarist so, one that can uh, can add value on a team not out, and that's that's massive for me. Uh, if you've got boys that are are willing to muck in and have a good good laugh off the pitch, then I think that that brings a good uh, a good successful team spirit. I think. Uh, no, be,
1: I think I think you said the same summer as Ravs, didn't you? Twenty twelve. I think you came up the same summer, around about the yeah. same time.
0: Yeah. And, same uh,
1: time. I've said this before. I don't know if you were playing, but um, I think his first game or when his first game was Elgin. away, always played Elgin pre-season, as you know. And I thought he was shite, right? And he had a horrible game, and like, i like, I think I gave him verbals all game and stuff. But what a right back he turned into! And um, I mean, I think I, I get everyone prejudiced. So he's, he's been at Liverpool, he's played under Rafa Benitez, and it took a little while to settle in. But for me, the fan, he was eight out of ten every week, seven and a half out, eight out of ten. And I mean, you can't go wrong with that. The guy's a legend, obviously up here.
0: So I think, I think you're right. I think when he first came up, I thought he was shite as well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, it was hopeless. I remember to be fair I remember he got he got a bit of a bad uh, like it's the start start up there he he was struggling in terms of the first few games and to be honest if it was touch and go I think whether he would whether he would have left a few games after it was yeah it was real he was having a bit of a hard time but he managed to get his head down and knuckle through it and and to be fair, I think it was, uh, it was a game after we played Motherwell. We got absolutely spanked. Like when we, when we first played Motherwell, there they used to give us a do in every single season that first year.
1: Oh, that was that was that was, was that the first game of the season? Six?
0: No, yeah, was that, that uh, yeah, it might be one of the f- third, maybe third or fourth game, maybe a season. I think. And we lo- we lost anyway by quite quite a uh, lot.
1: We got horse. Yeah, I think I was a bit of time, where Tom Aldridge spat a dummy and ran away, wasn't it? When yeah, Tom was up. That's right. I Remember now.
0: But that was that was that was actually the making of him. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, that 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 game, um, mm-hmm. and then he kicked on from there. <clears throat> and like I said, he uh, for me quality in terms of being out, being comfortable on the ball. Not not your your typical modern day fullback that's going to overlap and and kind of attack. But is it a but right real back, is Yeah,
1: yeah, guaranteed. Right, so I got that one. I know you go for Rav. So this could be. I'm I'm going. To, could be one or three players for me. Maybe one or two. But who's your left back?
0: Left back, right. So this is this was tough because me mate Carl Tremarco, real close mate of mine, um, and someone who's reliable, honest. So I, I couldn't couldn't put him in. He, but I, I think you'll understand. You'll understand because I have got Graham Shinney in there at left back. Uh, it was, uh, one or the other. So
1: some people have put Shinny in midfield, obviously from Aberdeen days. <laughs> but yeah, great left back.
0: Yeah. So Shimbone, uh, what what a guy. Um, someone who's in terms of energy. He, now he is your modern-day fullback, or can play as that, that midfield role as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a bite to him, a, an edge, which which I I've, I really love playing with because he can he can mix it for the size of him. You pe- people think, I oh, he's, he's small, but wow, what what a character, tenacious, like fiery mm-hmm. character, which which is why he's I think he's he's been so successful. Um, fit, uh, will hardly misses a game, hardly um, misses a training session. So real consistent day in day out. And just a lovely, lovely lad, lovely lad, lovely family, um, and and someone that I'm I'm so kind of proud of to see how how well he's done. Really, he's yeah, he's been he's been really good down at down at Derby, and obviously the career he's had today. He's someone I'm trying to get
1: on. I don't know if you're listening, but if you're if you're listening, uh, Graham, trying I'm trying to get him on him and Andy to come on. So it may be too big time for me. I don't know, but he's uh, yeah, he's doing well, isn't he? He's uh, I think he's one of his players, and but I spoke to Carlo and. All right, Carlo played for County, but he's not dead to me yet, right? But he's still a friend of the pod. I think when, when Shinny left, it's Carlo stepped in, obviously. We didn't miss Shinny, and that's probably a testament to Carlo, but to see how Shinny's progressed at Aberdeen into and so, uh, making that hold in midfielder role his own is, yeah, great player. Yeah. Awesome. Right, so you get two cracking fullbacks. Who's, um, I,
0: I, it could be one or another for this one, but who's your first set of half? Right, so my first one is Josh, Josh Meekins. Yeah, good. Uh, Developed a great understanding with, with Josh, uh, and and to be honest with you, the, the the two or three years that we had together, uh, I'll say three, no, probably three or four years we had together, um, it was it was good because we were kind of just Josh was just new really new to the new to the position, um, and and he kind of he settled in like like a duck to water really he he, he complimented me and I complimented him. Um, he, he covered up for me for, from kind of mistakes and lack of pace. Um, and then I kind of cover for him for, for being a little bit more dominant in the air and being a little bit more aggressive. So it was a real good, good balance that we had. Um, and and he's another one that that in terms of character would would train well, uh, would play well, especially the, the, the seasons we had, we we were successful, um, and that's probably why we were successful, because he was consistent, um back forward consistent, hardly ever changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and and yeah, he was a, a good, real good lad in terms of the way he played and way he, the way he trained and, and carried himself. And you see him now he's he's still he's a he's a strong boy. But at the time he was young, young and maybe a little bit naive in, in the way he, he played early earlier on, but he quickly kind of grasped the, the position and, and yeah, he's turned out into be a real real good
1: player now. I think when you first signed, with a few centre back parents, didn't we? Simon Kings, the world, these sort of guys, and it was never really, never settled. And then once you and Josh got together, I mean, arguably the best partnership we've had at the club in in twenty five years. So, yeah, good centre half
0: pairing there, mate. Right. So, who's next to Josh? Is the other centre half? Right. So this is one where I've 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 had to kind of play around a little bit and get him in because I needed to get this guy in because of his his character. Um, <laughs> And um, because of the, the player he was uh when I when I sort of came and joined in Vanessa and that's Richie Richie Forham. Right, okay. Uh, surprising position, but yeah, great player. Now Richie, he to be honest with you, I think if he would have carried on if his legs would have allowed him, I think he could have probably had another four three or four years at it centre um, half. Yeah, I mean he could head the ball, yeah. Very he good should. in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but for me, the, the reason I've got him in there is because, because of his, not only just because of his playing abilities, but his, his leadership. Mm-hmm. And for me, he was, he was a fantastic captain. Um, he, was, he was someone that would demand every day, day in, day out, whereas on the training ground, off the field issues, off the training ground issues. He was, he was brilliant for, for me as a player um, and, and also for the rest of the group, to be honest with you. Uh, at times, he, he carried us. Um, and it's just a, it's, the way he used to play was aggressive um, and I like that I like that in a player and I like like to have a, a good blend and mix of, of aggressiveness and, and quality and flair in my side and he's one that can can mix it if the, the team's got uh, got a little bit um, aggressive towards us um, and we have to yeah we have to mix it and go a different different way
1: and I'm glad you put Van in guys because I mean he's been on a couple of benches and I think even his fans, we forget how good a player he was. I mean, I've, I've asked Richie to come on. He doesn't want to come on, ain't he? he just, he likes to quiet life. Really and not to talk about football and he's doing his own thing. But um, yeah, what a player. I mean, not all, not all great players make great managers. I mean, there's been great players than Richie Ford that have been worse managers, to be honest. It just doesn't work out. But yeah, great player. And uh, it's just a shame what happened, obviously. And I don't I don't think he wanted the manager job. I think he was sort of shoehorned into it and... How did you guys see it? I mean, we don't we don't get into it in too much detail, but how was you as a manager? Did 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 you see the strain? I mean, we could see it as fans, and how
0: how was it in the Um, oh, for for me personally, I think you you have to look at yourself before you can look in point fingers at other people. You know, I think. Good point. Up uh, uh, for me, up uh, looking at my own my own performance. The way I because I was captain that year, and I, I wasn't. I let myself down. I let the, the group down myself that year. Uh, I think if I'm being honest with myself, I probably, probably took, put too much pressure on myself and tried to, to, to do too much. Because Richie was a player going into management, mm-hmm. I kind of felt I had to, to kind of do too much to, to help Richie out rather than, than just play my own game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that affected me, the way I performed that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in term, in terms of richie it's it was, it was his first job so mm-hmm. so you're going to need as much help and support as you can um it was tough yeah it was a tough tough year for for everyone at the club but mm-hmm. I, I don't think i don't like to, to point fingers and say you should have done this you should have done that because first and foremost you have to look at yourself if i if i'd done done well and i thought i had a good season then maybe i could have kind of pointed to, to other reasons and other things that, that might maybe think go wrong but First mm-hmm. and foremost, I think I had to probably look at myself first and get myself in order before.
1: before no, fair, game fair game. point. But no, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you got him in. Uh, I, again, whatever happens, Richie Fourie, he because there was a club legend for what he done on the pitch. So, yeah, great, great back four. So, so, so we're going for two holding midfielders now. Then, so who's your first set holding number? Go for, who's your number six?
0: Yeah, so first one is Greg Greg Tanzi. Um, I got Tanzi in because Jesse, he was. He was brilliant for us. He was brilliant to have in front of a, of me and Josh. Um, he was the one out of the two two holding midfielders who could 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 spray and dominate a game for us. Just whenever I was in trouble, just I just look for Tans, give the ball to Tans, and let him do the rest. Okay. Um, that he had that that zing in his locker, for he can he can change a play from left to right, right to left within one pass, and that that set us up quite a lot, to be honest. Most of our play went through went through Tans. Um and he's one that that real real athletic, uh, run all day, um and, and quality in terms of kind of set pieces as well.
1: No, I mean I think I think Yogi says it well. I mean he called him a quarterback and I mean some of the range of passing Tans could do was sensational and uh, yeah, he'd run upon it a few times. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a shame that happened, obviously, and he obviously had to curtail his career quite early. But yeah, he's doing well. He's doing his coaching badges and uh yeah, he's uh he's a solid centre mid, so that's, that's a good holding midfielder so I think I know who you're going to put next to him but I'll let you let you see who's your other holding midfielder
0: yeah so the other one's a little bit different in terms of uh, play like player um, the tree or the big yeti the bailiff <laughs> Thorin, Ross Draper <laughs> yes. um, to be fair like, like he's Drape's good he's a good close pal of mine um mm-hmm. If I didn't put him in, he'd probably kick off and sulk and chuck a tantrum. So he's in there really for that. Uh, but no, you know, for me, Drapes probably out of out of the team probably goes is one of the the ones. that's probably more underrated than than most, to be honest with you. Um, and how effective he was and his job was for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't realise and give him enough credit for how quick he is. The boy boy can move. Um, mm-hmm. Don't give him enough credit, really, for um, for how much, like, in terms of the when he when he breaks up play, um, being in the right position, the right right time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very very good at that. Uh, so a real real strong boy, aggressive, someone that you you really want run next to you in the in the tunnel. Um, anything kicks off, Drapes Drapes will be alongside you. Um, no,
1: I wouldn't like a half when Drapers running at you. I mean, I think. You remember, we, we used to, i said this in previous pods, I remember a couple of games, if we were chasing a point or chasing a win, Yogi would stick him up in number 10, put him right through the middle, and, I mean, it looked like the ball was run away from all times, but he never lost the ball. He just he had that sort of range of movement, but he looked like he was all over the place, and,
0: nah, great footballer. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good, 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 I and mean, not a good character. Not a good character as having well. I mean, your team that that mm-hmm. loves a beer as well. You, you, you're kind of getting a bit of a theme in my my team here, mate. Everyone likes to drink. No, I, th- I, th- I think
1: I know why they put you in there.
0: Their best loving
1: previous ones now, mate. He's he's <laughs> on soon, so we'll, uh, we'll see we'll see if you make the best loving. But I'm sure you have been there, right? So we've got the two the two sturges who I thought you'd have in there is um Intangium Draper in the sort of six and seven, yeah. right? goes three across the sort of attacking midfield side of it now. So we'll go for. Go for your right-hand ha- right
0: side. player. Okay, so uh, right-hand side, I've gone for Marley Watkins. Yeah. Um, Marley, wow, what a boy Marley is. This guy, <laughs> this guy is probably, wow, I'm up, up there with the, the least, least intelligent footballer I've ever met in my life. You wouldn't would have, have him on your question, would you? But, but with <laughs> it comes, comes so much like humour and so much fun with him. That's, that's why I think everybody, he's such a lovable character. Uh, and he's so infectious the way he is Uh, have you
1: you got a Marley story we've heard the one about obviously the roundabout coming out of the stadium I obviously didn't know he was around in one obviously so have we got
0: crashing into a deer that one no I haven't heard that one what happened there (laughs) Uh, so so Marley was uh, was late one morning for um, for for a training session Mm -hmm. Um, didn't get in till probably about hour hour and a half later than everybody else so we come in, and the lads are like, "Marty, where have you been?" He said, "Oh, you're not going to believe it. I've, I've, uh, I've, I've crashed my car." So said, what, "What? What happened?" He said, "A deer. A deer ran out in front of me. I, I crushed it into the, uh, into the central reservation." I said, "Oh no, mate." He said, "What have you done with the car?" He said, "I've had to. I've had to leave it. And I've ran. I've ran here." So anyway, two weeks, two, three weeks later, come, come by. Police and that are all, all involved. Um, the truth is, it's come out. Marley's just driving, just driving down the road like any normal person was, just looking to the left, looking to the right, and then all of a sudden realizes a central reservation and just crashed into it. <laughs> nothing jumped out in front of him, nothing at all. And uh-uh. instead of and instead of say, staying there and, and reporting it, he's panicked and just ran off and left his car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Good man. Right, so leave your number ten. So go for who's on the left of those three?
0: So on the left, I've gone for Lobby, Ryan Christie. <laughs> um Someone who, in terms of quality, probably one of the best um, that they give in, taking the ball under pressure um, in terms of the way he could control a game, the way he could finish off a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and I, he's another one I'm really proud of to say that he's, he's, he's kicked on and gone to the next level because his character is was... He was only young when he came came to us and he, he got kicked from, like when he first came in training and stuff, lads used to kick him. To be fair, I, I would kick him. You um, he 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 mentioned that
1: in the pod you've done with, with, uh, with us, to, that he, uh, you, gave him, you gave him a, although you were a good influence on him, I think you gave him a bit of a hard time in training, but mm-hmm. it's all, 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 all for the better, obviously.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was just really just to say, look, this is you're going to be up against this week in, week out. Mm-hmm. Deal with it in training. If you can deal with it here, <laughs> then you're, you're going to go on and, and have a have a successful career because if you can get up from knocks and and kicks, when um, you've got someone who's who's not in who's not as good, and you're coming up against good world class players, and you can do it, then then you've got you've got a great career ahead of you. Uh, mm-hmm. But he was he was one who, like I said, a character, who worked day in day out of, in, in training on his game, um, trying to improve himself, looked after himself. Uh, you see now he's 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 filled out a little bit now, so he's he's a little bit stronger again. Uh, but a real, real good boy, real good character.
1: No, I think I mean I, I, I thought he'd do well. But to be honest, I think even like most fans, I don't think we thought he'd do this well. I mean, the, the boy, the boy can, the boy can reach the stars. I mean, I think he could play the Premier League tomorrow. He's in England. I mean, he could play there easily in the top half of the Premier League, no problem. And uh, yeah, I think he's just he's down to earth as well. I mean, he's, he's still he's obviously talked to his dad as well, and. Uh, yeah, just a well rounded guy that's been brought the right way, and he's also learned football the right way and coached well. So, yeah, great, great left side player there, mate. So, go for such so Watkins in the right, Christian Who's
0: in the hole, who's number ten. Uh, this was this was tough, really, because I had Aaron Doran that I played with, who I think is one of the best that I've played with, um, but very, very underrated as well by most fans. Very, very underrated. Yeah, in terms of quality, but this this lad. Um, this is Andy, Andy Shinney, Graham's brother, yeah. uh, um, who, who I thought, to be honest, when he when I first came, I was he was another one who was a little bit like like Ryan Ryan Christie would take the ball under pressure. I mean, we used to give him, give him the ball from throw-ins inside our own eighteen-yard box, and he'd take wriggle his way out and and take us up the park. Um, yeah. So in, in in terms of his quality, he was he was outstanding on the ball, uh, but he's he's another one like Graham in terms of a character what. Two brothers, brilliant, brilliant to have around the place. Always infectious, bubbly, lively. Um, great to have in your team. Um, and he used to score really, really important goals for us that season, where we the first season under under Terry Butcher. We, if it wasn't for him, we probably would have finished, I think, mid table. Um, yeah, yeah, he carried us with his goals and his his assists that year. Uh, so yeah
1: Andy's in there the only reason he came to was because Graham was there obviously he was at Rangers and I think he wanted to play with his brother and that was obviously a good thing for us but mm. yeah a lot of fans forget about him because obviously his brother was such a legend for us and uh, yeah great number 10 so good yeah. fit, Gary right so we've got one up top to go Um did you play I don't think you played with Adam Rooney did you no you missed,
0: no, missed him. Right. Him, no.
1: so uh, I'd either Adam Rooney or this guy so um, I think I know who you're going to go for but who's your, your striker through the middle
0: yeah so going for the, the wee rats Billy McKay <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Billy's up there Billy's his, his goals his, his work rate um, was for, for someone who played up there on his own uh, I think I think it actually suits him playing up up front on his own rather than a, with a pair mm-hmm. um, because because he likes to do everybody's running he mm-hmm. doesn't stop, you know, he's won it all, just go all day. And to be fair, you, you wouldn't think it because pre-season, the boy, you would, you would think, wow, this guy, he's, he's never ran in his life. But all <laughs> of a sudden, when a game comes, the boy mm-hmm. doesn't stop running. Um, yeah, he, he, he led led Lee well,
1: didn't he, for such a small guy. And he could hold the ball up as well back to goal. For such, yeah. Again, for such a small guy.
0: But for, for his size, he was he was good in the air, he could jump. Um, mm-hmm. And his first touch was, was good because he could, could bring in the likes of Andy Shinney and, and Nobby and, and Marley and players like that so he was he was he was really good and another one who likes a night out uh, but this guy likes a night out and takes it to the extreme this boy does uh, he?
1: Uh, any, any, any Billy McKay stories?
0: oh no, they can yeah, share. I've, I've, got, I've got loads of Billy McKay stories It <laughs> uh, just the, the only Billy McKay well, most of them are all end up with Billy McKay sat dribbling in a in a mess somewhere in a corner <laughs> that's just been um, but someone yeah someone who, who, who was real real good value for money when we were up there
1: yeah, I think Billy maybe came season before you I think maybe. Um because again there's a theme here and I don't know if it's just my eyes, but Billy again, first season was pretty poor, pretty slow. Um Adam Rooney was the same. We, we'd have we a history of strikers who it maybe take my season to sort of sort of bed in maybe it wasn't the right team at the right time, but yeah, he was on fire and um yeah. Second time around was a bit of a, a tough season as you know, as you mentioned earlier, but yeah, probably striker and uh he still did it for those rats across the bridge. So we'll yeah, uh, yeah. we'll move on. Right, so that's the first living done guys. Yeah, so we'll go through it again. So Carl Darlow and um, Goals, David Raven, Graham Shinney, George Meekins, Richard Foran, Greg Tansey, Ross Draper, Marley Watkins, Ryan Christie, Andy Shinney, and Billy McKay. So we'll get five spaces in the bench. These are ones that you probably you you piss them off, but you probably keep them on your Christmas card list if you <laughs> if you throw them in, mate. So yeah.
0: who's your first sub? Yeah, so first one is Carl, Carl Tremarco. Yeah. Um obviously Good, real good friend but in terms of a player um, he's he's someone that they could never in the first couple of seasons couldn't force his way in because because of Graham and that was, that was the only reason nothing down to his quality nothing down to, to anything else but but Graham was was flying and was our best our best fullback um, and he's obviously the, the, the career he's gone on to have he's he's kicked on into the championship so it was really hard for Carl at the time um, but fair play to him. He, he every day trained trained well, played well when he was called upon. Never let anyone down. And to be honest, was could play as a as a centre half. There's a couple of times where me and him played as a centre half pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's got a, a record. of he's, he's never lost whilst playing as a centre half. So that proves mm-hmm. how, how good he is at centre half as well. Um, but he was similar to, to Shimbo in terms of can run all day and quite quite athletic in terms of attacking.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think I, think, I think I see Carlo. I mean, he, he's, he's still played for County. He's got a good move to the Premier League and we're sorry to see him go. I think I think it was a mistake by us to let him go. But I could see him being a sort of centre-half maybe in a year or two time. I think he's still got enough in him to maybe move into that sort of left-sided centre-half. So, yeah, good full-back there, mate. So, who's
0: next to Mark on the bench? Uh, next one I've got is Nicky Law. Um, uh-huh. Nicky Law, obviously, you know from Rangers, Motherwell. Played with mm-hmm. him this year at Exeter. Um, very, very good quality. Um, can change a game, scores and and assists as well. Uh, um, but very good technically on the ball. Uh, and going forward, he's one that, that I think could probably will have a massive impact off the bench. He was it was tough, really, of not putting him in the first 11. But I couldn't go against the boys. I've, I've kind of I've got him there. Who's um, next to those two in the bench? Uh, next one, goalkeeper, i got Dean Brill. Um You've got have another goalkeeper on there, uh, and Dino. Yeah, he's another another good lad, uh, good pal. Um, he's he's someone who he was unlucky really not to be in the starting 11. Um, but big and strong, a real big voice. Mm-hmm. Someone who was it was brilliant with me because we used to fall out every single game, um, like screaming at each other. But mm-hmm. it was it was good, good for the team and good, good for us as a back four, really, because it kept us all on our toes. Um, and he was good, another one that demands kind of like the best um, is is one that is relentless in his work trains hard works hard um, mm-hmm. and a real real good character so so he was he was brilliant for us
1: yeah I like as a good goalkeeper I think he's still playing at Lake Doran isn't he he's a goalkeeping coach there now he's still yeah he's, he's doing well down there yeah mm-hmm. yeah good little side there um, right so you actually got three two more to go who's your
0: second to last sub uh, next one is Aaron Doran um, what I said to you he's really, really underrated Aaron. My first couple of seasons he was one along with Andy Shinney, I thought were were our best players. Um and if it wasn't really for his injuries, I think he would have kicked on. Um mm-hmm. because of because of just the the way he could change a game. He'd have that um that check where he could he could turn players kind of inside outside and he'd have that half a yard of pace which which is which you don't really realise at the time he had. I think he's probably lost that a little bit now. Um, but that's just down to the injuries he's obviously getting a little bit older um, but he's yeah, I mean, score a goal quality on set pieces it's, yeah used to, to be fair he was the one that set up quite a lot of my goals from corners and free kicks so mm-hmm.
1: yeah. not Love against count you know I think I think Aaron is even current fans and we don't realise how good a player we've got you know we take him for granted he's been there that long and I think we know he's not going to go anywhere now just because he's I think he's settled he's obviously got a, a partner and a kid and stuff and I think he's quite happy up there but yeah, very underrated and uh, I think, yeah, it doesn't get the credit it deserves, to be honest. So, yeah, great pick. Right, who's the, who's the last one in the
0: bench, guys? Okay, last one. Probably you guys won't, won't I don't think, know a lot about this guy. His name is Yang Uh Spell that one <laughs> mate. I'm, I'm taking these into a notebook just now, right? So,
1: <laughs> right. to be fair, Carlos threw me with a couple of crackers. That I never thought he'd pull out the bag and I had to work with them. So, this guy, I tell you the listeners, um, I have not a clue. So um, what is his name again?
0: Dia Yang, so it's D I A Okay. Jayasimi. J A I Y A S I M I. Jayasimi. D J.
1: <laughs> is, is this a real player? You just take the pressure or, <laughs> or this, like, a <laughs> yeah, decade and mess up.
0: Yeah, you don't out. write this down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, where did you play me,
0: um, Dia Yang Jayasimi? <laughs> so I was it with with him at Yeovil. Um, right. he he came on loan from Norwich uh, last year he was at Swindon mm-hmm. um, but he, he's an attacking player who played played kind of that number 10 or, or as a central kind of striker uh, very very good boy uh, young still young still a little bit raw uh, mm-hmm. but strong um, quick got a trick in him and, and to be fair to him he, he got kicked quite a lot and could just bounce straight back up um, but he's he's won it for the future I think if he stays fit and stays clear of injuries, will be a will be a very good player. Will be a bright prospect.
1: Uh, that's uh, that. Well, Daniel, see me I won't forget this player's name, mate. That's that's what <laughs> for football manager for anyone who's uh, listening. Tell me if he's any good, yeah. uh, mate. So, some guys have, some guys haven't. Have you got a, a manager to lead this uh, superstar eleven,
0: manager oh, managers hard hard for me to pick a manager off. I've got a coaching team, which right. I have, but we manage in management. Uh, I well, I like Terry Butcher brought me to the club, um, yeah. so I owe a lot to Terry for for doing that um, mm-hmm. and giving me my first professional contract. Um, but also, the way he used to uh, his man management style was was brilliant. I thought the way he used to to manage the team, the club um, with with Terry he was very uh, very kind of aggressive in terms of and demanding the the way he wanted the team to. To be set up in the way the team wanted, he wanted the team to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brought out the best in in everyone in around the club, not just the players. I mean, everyone in the club. So he brought he brought the level of the club up to a to a real high standard. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also, his is kind of off the field um, management. The the way he used to make people's families feel welcome, feel special. I think that goes that goes a long way. Um, I think, I think, with
1: Terry, I don't know if you agree. I think.
0: Terry's recruitment
1: policy is probably one of the best that the, that the club ever had. I mean, if we talk about Yogi, maybe Yogi's only slate. I don't think Yogi's recruitment was that great. But then again, he had a great team. He didn't have to tweak too much. But I think with Terry, I don't know if you agree. I think Terry probably took us as far as he could. I don't know if Terry would have taken us to where Yogi took us. But to where Terry got us from in the beginning, same, same players like yourself and, to be honest, the majority of that team was signed by Butcher. Um yeah, a lot of fans forget that how good Terry Butcher was for us, you know, he was, the guy's a, he's
0: a legend. Yeah. Um, so, him, but I've got, have, I've got to have Yogi alongside him as well, because... That'd be just, a good bench, those two together, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it's a good combination, to be honest with you. A uh, good combination in terms of, kind of, both, they're both winners, that's what I loved about them. Both wanted to win, and they're both relentless in in the game. It's... Mm. Attention to detail from from Yogi was was brilliant, uh, and he's the one really that, that kind of developed me as as a football player, um, and developed my my kind of. I think he adapted the way I I play. Uh, when he first came in, he wanted us to play total football, um, and and for me it was it was it was it was tough the the, the start because I was trying to get used to. So playing through through different lines, through yeah. different layers, getting less into direct, different pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less direct, but but I loved it. It was so inf- he was so infectious. His character, he's bubbly, he's bright, um, mm-hmm. and he he brought kind of like um like a real demand in training. Uh, and if you didn't do it, you're out. You're out of the, out of the team and not playing. So it put a lot of pressure on you to be able to perform day in day out and, and to do what he was asking from you. And yeah. Kel's, Kel's another one that. In terms of coaches, it made up, I'd love to be able to put Kel in as, as one of the coaches as well because he was, without his, his kind of infectious character, he's, he's brilliant for the, for the club and for the team. I think uh, Kel,
1: Kel's probably at the shop steward, does not he? just that, that sort of buffer between the gaffer and the, and the players and, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's under the Coach Kel, I think John brought Kel on a lot and by the way, Kel was a great player back in the day. You never tell, he's a football player looking at him now, but yeah. he's uh, a great coach. I think he's well respected in the game as well and I think he'll do well in the yeah. football. Right, but mate, my
0: last, so... <laughs> my last story, Steve, my last one I got put in there on the coaching staff is a man called Andy Tilson, um, someone who, who coached... We see it. We see down at um, Bath and stuff in Newport? That's it, yeah, Bath. Yeah. I was at Team Bath. Yeah, but, that's uh, right. But in terms of a coach, individual coach, he, what, a, what a guy this is. This is probably, you're probably counting football the, like, on your hands, probably five or six like, kind of guys that you really trust and, mm-hmm. and rely on and know that, that they kind of have your back. Mm-hmm. and, and I won't get involved in all the, like, the politics of what football's really like uh, mm-hmm. this guy is he's just a just an amazing man gentleman um, but in terms of football ability and and he was amazing a, a player that, that I looked up to when I was young growing up so mm-hmm. for him to be able to coach me and kind of educate me uh, was was brilliant but in terms of a coach he was he was brilliant he, he was the one that really gave me my chance to, mm-hmm. to kick on in the pro game i think. So that's my, that's my coaching stuff. It's not a bad
1: bench. I, I, and
0: yes, listen, you take that to say.
1: Apart from D.A.I. and Jiasimi, well, <laughs> uh, what a player that is. right? Uh, that's that is. That, that, that'll, that'll be brought up in a few pub stories. Right, let's get through your team again, mate, just for the final time. So again, we'll go through it quickly. Darlow, Raven, Shinny, Meekins, Foran, Tansy, Draper, Watkins, Christy, Andy Shinny, Mackay, Law Bro, Doran, Jiasimi, and then you've also got the back George Hughes, Terry Butcher, Scott Kelkert, and Andy Tilson Mate, that's yeah. I, I wouldn't, I not mind playing that, that that team this season. Uh, coming up with those players, but yeah, are you still um, for let you go, are you still sort of keeping keeping tabs on us and uh, seeing what's happened since you left.
0: Yeah, all the time, all the time. Look out for you. Look out for the results. Um, look out for how you guys are doing. Um, yeah, got me fingers crossed can have, have a good year this year. Um, but obviously it's gonna to be tough with with what's going on in the current situation. Um, so yeah, I always always look out for you. Um,
1: so. ah, but I, I will see I think heart's also a favourite for the league and stuff and yeah, we need, need a couple of center halves mate. So if you and Josh want to come back, mate, then um <laughs> you're, yeah, more than welcome. The chairman's listening to these podcasts. If he fancies signing to Centre halves I know I know where to go. But yeah, mate, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, buddy. Um, yeah, hopefully it goes well if you get a move to Torquay and have a good season. And, and uh, yeah, if you're up the road, mate, we'll, uh, we'll shout you a beer.
0: Yeah, top man. Really appreciate it. Good to speak to you. All
1: right, Gary. Take care, mate. Cheers. Good care for yourselves. Yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah.